they often say to have a a dog for emotional support. If you traveled in the last few years on an airline, armadillos, chameleons, komodo dragons, <laughs> snakes, snakes on the plane, emotional support animal, even miniature horses. Well, I should say a miniature horse, dwarf, pony. Everybody's got something. A little kitten. There was a woman the other day who was breastfeeding her emotional support kitten. Breastfeeding the kitten. What about the crystals you wear? Those little ominous minerals and amber. Decorations hanging from your neck, emotional support. Everybody is willing to lean on something or stand on it, but not God. You can't have a Bible with you as an emotional support. You're not allowed to lean on God. You're definitely allowed to. Lean on a politician, an athlete, an actor, a Marvel character, an anime, especially anime. What do you need for your emotional support? Do you go through life with a cane or a walker for your physical support to get over that curve, to walk down that street, to get through that door? Are you in a wheelchair? In a splint, what's going on that you need help with? Always leaning on something, using something to get you through life. You're walking around with those AirPods and headphones, listening to that vibrating frequency that's just to for your brain not to go erratic. Clears out the static. Helps you through life. What about your virtual goggles? What are you? Need? What do you want? What are you? What are you looking for to help you get through the day? Get through that traffic. Sit in that office and put on those scented candles, the humidifier that smells like jasmine, because life is just stressful. More within than without. I mean, it's mostly the stuff that you. Got it inside of you, than the stuff outside of you. Too lazy, too afraid to dig deep. So instead, you reach out. And you try to color the walls and buy the plants and put up the lights and have the right colors and the right things to create an external environment to try to penetrate that internal. Cesspool of mess within you. It doesn't work. Even when you ingest alcohol and drugs injected in your veins, snort it up your nose, inhale it, or douse it down your throat, it's not working. The bonbons stop working. The cupcakes don't work. The beer, the grilled steak. Oh, what about the adrenaline? How many more mountains do you have to climb 
to get over life. How many waves you have to surf to know how to flow with life. How many balls do you have to hit or throw or bat or kick to learn how to take it? And that's what sports does for you, isn't it? Or is it the gambling, the bells of Vegas, the whistles, that little dopamine effect of that rush when you get that coin? What is it? Why do you hate God? Won't cost you. You're not going to break anything. You're not going to lose any money following him. And you have access anywhere, everywhere, 24-7. You won't need virtual goggles. You won't need headphones. You just need a willing heart, a bended knee, an open mind, and a willingness, a willingness to lean on him when you're not strong. He'll be your help. He'll get you through it all. Just pray. Call on his name. He'll hear your cry. Because we all need God by our side. You just call on brother or sister. You need a friend. We all need Jehovah to get by. He'll be there for you. He is there for you. The problem isn't that. The question is, are you there for him? Will you be there for him? You just don't get the mutual benefit. Although, deny him or acknowledge him you have been breathing his air walking on his earth drinking his water and living by his grace whether you know it or not you've been rescued saved delivered set free by his mercy whether you know it or not you've endured some hard times some abuse some misuse accusations pain and injustice and you gave the credit to the wrong person whether you know it or not and you've been tried by the fire tested beaten down broken and you didn't give him the blame for it and you should have because he's been trying to reach to you by all means and any means necessary, rather by the benevolence of his grace or the malevolence of his judgment, consequence, and punishment, to turn you, to break you, to bend you in order to build you back up. And trying to break that peace in order to make that peace with you. And you've been giving the credit to the wrong person and the blame not quite right. Oh, he's been wooing you, whispering softly, and sometimes hitting you with a thunderbolt. And you thought it was just climate change. Well, when are you going to open the eyes of your heart 
why do you kick against the prick so consistently and persistently? What are you afraid of? That your only hope has two tetons on their chests called breast and a pomegranate in between their legs. What is it that you just can't stand God? That you choose any and everything that is less than, less than. Well, I know the answer to that. And you don't, do you? Because you are prone and pined and purposed in your rebellion, innately, intrinsically, written in your genetic code from the moment you were conceived. Inception and conception, right to your delivery. You came out of that womb of your mother an enemy to God, yourself, your mother, your brother, your father in this world. You are an atrocious monstrosity of a quite beautifully crafted, creative biology that without direction and training, counsel and guidance, you are a terror to heaven, hell and earth. The good news is, there's a way out. There's a way up, there's a way in, there's a way around, there's a way through. Yehovah, Yeshua HaMashiach, your Messiah, the Christ child, the Christmas advent. For unto you, the city of David, this day is born the Prince of Peace. He will deliver you from your sin, from your darkness. He's in no man's box, rather it's a cathedral, a mosque, or even a synagogue. Though they all may point to him, none of them own him. He owns them. And he calls and cries out to you now. He's been doing it since the beginning of time. Adam, where are you? Crying out to you, calling you out from your hiding place, your secret place, your isolation. Where do you hide? Behind the bottle? Behind the woman? Behind the man? Behind the job? Behind the money? Behind the politics? Behind conservatism or liberalism? What are you hiding from God? What are you covering yourself with to think he cannot see your brokenness? your loneliness, your emptiness, that he longs to feel and lead you into the promise of your biggest, fullest, highest, and best self in his image where you created. You cannot deny it. Repent.
Stop. 